Turkey, NATO, and Biden. This article was first uh, uh, published on 5-19-2022. Turkey, NATO, and Biden. A recent article in the Wall Street Journal, co-authored by former Senator Joe Lieberman, addressed the matter. Here I add my thoughts. Recep Erdogan, Turkey's president, has been in power for years but could not get his nation into the European Union. His governing style has not measured up to their standards. But now that Finland and Sweden have asked to be part of NATO, he has become the one party in the entire organization to block the two nations' desires. Erdogan has not applied the sanctions against Russia most of the EU, except for Hungary, have enforced. Yet he likes to see himself as a mediator that could deliver the deal that will put an end to the war. He won't. As an autocrat convinced that he should reign in Turkey until his death, he shares much with Putin. So he has no clue as to what freedom is. He was useful to the EU in stemming the flow of Syrian refugees at the start of that nation's civil war and got paid for it. Yet now and then he threatens to open the borders and let everyone through, which puts the burden on the EU to find better solutions. One of Erdogan's objections to Finland and Sweden's bid to join NATO is that there are Kurdish terrorist groups in both countries who are enemies of his regime. That is a good point. Why should any NATO nation host any terrorist groups against another member nation? But does Erdogan and Turkey bear responsibility for creating the conditions that led to the formation of such groups? Turkey has a troubled history dealing with adversaries. At the start of World War I, they killed thousands of Armenians, which President Biden, in 2021, on the 106th anniversary of the massacre, pronounced a genocide. The Kurds have been American allies in the war against ISIS in Syria, and that must be recognized. Still, support for any terrorist organization is a bad idea. Erdogan not only wants the Kurdish groups in Finland and Sweden expelled, but also wants to be allowed to buy American planes, a deal that has been held back because a few years ago, against NATO's wishes, Turkey purchased a Russian missile system which raised concerns that sensitive information from the aircraft would end up in Russia's hands. In spite of all of this, Turkey's membership in NATO has continued. But now the invasion of Ukraine and the strong response of the West has changed everything. Erdogan never imagined that Biden and Europe would pull together into a solid bloc, except for Hungary. Russia's atrocious invasion and disregard for human life have created a new power alignment. Finland and Sweden want to join it, but Turkey says no unless their conditions are met. However, in this new power alignment, as in any other, priorities are needed. And while Turkey's concern about terrorist groups deserves full attention, it should not be enough to block Finland and Sweden's admission. Turkey's history of silencing the opposition is not compatible with a democracy. Thus, I agree with the view that it should not have the privilege of barring democracies from joining and expanding NATO. Oscar Valdez, Valdez with an S, OscarValdez.net, Medium.com, Anchor.fm, Buzzsprout, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you and good night.